0: On today's episode, we have a letter from Anetta that I will be reading, and it's basically the horror story of being raised Mormon, has a happy ending, she gets out at the end, that's just a spoiler, but there are so many things to talk about in here, and I cannot wait to get to it.
1: Yeah, Anetta, who wanted the priesthood as a 12-year-old, good mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have wanted that shit, she for sure. She didn't get it. Yeah, spoiler alert. She's, and she's a lesbian. <laughs> they don't love
0: that. They don't love either of those. <laughs> they don't love the lesbians. They don't. <laughs> no, it turns out. Not. Anyway, you're about
1: to hear all about it. Okay, be right back. We are supported by apostate coffee, a damn good cup of joe. I would like to bear my testimony that you will <laughs> love
0: this blend with every fiber of your being. Uh, you mean... Bean? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The Les Bean medium-dark variety roasted in small batches to ensure freshness,
1: zero bitterness, and balanced acidity. With the sacred-not-secret combo of caramel and cocoa, very fancy. Mm -hmm. This coffee will nourish and strengthen your body. Nice. So stop drinking subpar coffee. Give the Les Bean blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. That's apostatecoffee.com. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 23 of LDL Letters, letters the Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast.
0: I mouth the words with you.
1: You do, I mm-hmm. know. And I'm not making fun of you.
0: I uh, mean, maybe uh, a little.
1: Oh No, I uh, wouldn't have, no. I mean, you want to do the letters, right? True. And so. by the way, this is
0: the first letter of 2020. Mm-hmm. It was written in in 2019, and it's actually 2019 right now as we're going to read it, um, but it will be released 2020. And one thing, really quick before we get in if you have written a letter to us and it has not been read yet, and you are a patron, please resend your letter to contact at latterdaylesbian.org and please put in the subject line I'm a patron. I'm just trying to get a little more organized. I know that we've missed a few and I feel like shit because of it, you know, guilt and shame. (laughs) Um, So help me to help you get your letter written by resending and writing. You mean read. God damn it. I was doing so well (laughs) Um, by resending and putting, I'm a patron in this subject line. If you sent yours in a long time ago and you are not a patron, Uh, maybe shoot me an email like, hey, you missed me or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're in organizational mode right now. Yeah, we're trying to eventually get everybody in there. Yes, the patrons who write in will have top priority. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're like, what are you talking about? Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Lesbian. Check it out. It's awesome. Okay, letter time. Did you have anything to say, Mary?
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. You're you're tossing this to me? Nope, I'm turning the time over. (laughs) Okay. No, I think that you've covered this. Cover it. I ramble enough. Have we lost listeners? And put my feet up. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) drink my eggnog. Yeah, you know we are recording in 2019, Mm -hmm. and that's on purpose uh, to get a couple of these in the bank. Yeah, we're currently on our break. Yeah, trying to bank some episodes. Yes. So I'm drinking eggnog to be festive. Mm, I feel festive because it is the holiday season.
0: Mm-hmm. holiday
1: season the holiday season <laughs> okay stop we're losing da, listeners <laughs> we, I read something that if
0: you don't hook your listeners in the first seven seconds then they leave so oh well there you go we're screwed
1: <laughs> thanks everybody it's been fun it's been and fun for seven, seven seconds
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright let's okay, get let's to the get letter to then this letter comes to us from Annetta A okay um, can I just point out that when I announced her name um, for our patrons I said it correctly the first time and she wrote in a message saying thank you for not screwing up my name boom who's a badass me oh okay. and another's wow. name
1: your meds have really kicked in
0: <laughs> they're going strong
1: yeah, I think somebody is, is there like a little wind-up key in the back mm, of you
0: nope it's called <laughs> meds depression and anxiety okay. okay working
1: today we're a little bipolar today little on on. oh it, it'll crash don't worry oh fun yeah you just gotta hang in there until okay. it crashes um. Really, a roller coaster ride yeah. being with you. Enjoy
0: the downswing. She likes to complain <laughs> about the upswing, but then it's like, well, enjoy the downswing. <laughs> then it's ugly. <laughs> well, the upswing is chatty for sure. Well, we are podcasters, so that's a <laughs> well, plus. Well, at least one of us is today. <laughs> I mean, it could have been like. Welcome. Do we have to do this, okay, Mary? Welcome I just, uh, just want to lay down in the dark and
1: snuggle oh, my man. pillow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. But lucky for the listeners, I'm on an upswing. <laughs> yeah, okay. we have to record when the... Uh, when, the when the swing is when up. When the iron is hot. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the right metaphor. Strike. Strike when the iron is mm-hmm. hot. Oh, that must be a blacksmithing term. Yeah,
0: because when the iron you is hot, it.
1: you strike it, and then you mm-hmm. can bend it and mold it. You sure can. It's not hot, it breaks. Or you just can't get anywhere. Because okay. that'd be well, painful. Too. You'd hurt your shoulder and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's all about shoulder pain. Strike while the iron's <laughs> hot. Blacksmithing is probably a very painful, over time, mm-hmm. a painful occupation. Raise your hand if you're a blacksmith. I <laughs> have <Enough> shoulder <laughs> problems. My rotator cuff. <laughs> I didn't
0: strike while the iron was hot, and I fucked up my rotator cuff. <laughs> okay, we are really off track. <laughs> okay, sorry. <clears throat> Hi, Shelly and Mary.
1: Hi, oh, Annette. Back to Annette's letter. Mm-hmm. Okay. My
0: family joined the Mormon church when I was two. I'm sorry. Yeah. One of my first memories is being sealed to my parents in the Salt Lake Temple when I was three years old. I don't remember a lot about it, just a room with a lot of kids in white and some old ladies playing with us while we waited to go be with our parents. So, wait a minute. And I remembered looking in the mirrors. What?
1: Did you go through this? Like some sort of. No, no, no. I was born in the covenant.
0: Oh. Better than that. So, you don't have
1: to be sealed as a. No, no. If you're
0: born into a family whose parents are Mormon Already sealed, you don't have to be sealed later. Like you're already, you have no choice in that shit.
1: This is so stupid. If your
0: parents get sealed in the temple after you're born, like in Annette's case, then they take the kids to the temple and seal them to the parents.
1: Super glue? Is that that involved? Gorilla glue, really. Some duct tape. (laughs) Okay. So stupid. Uh,
0: It is. It is. Wow. Because if you didn't do that, then, you know, God would separate the shit out of everyone when we die. Mormon God, anyway. Yeah. Ooh, I like this next part. From the time I was little, I hated. Wearing dresses. Amen. (laughs) Amen to that. Sundays killed me. Amen to that as well. Mm -hmm. I had to wear a dress to church because, you know, appearances. What would everyone think if a girl came to church in pants? I mean, heaven forbid you be comfortable at church, right? But overall, I didn't mind primary too much. I liked seeing my friends and singing the songs. I wasn't too fond of sacrament meeting. And I hated general conference, but overall, I could live with it.
1: Can I bust in here for a second? So I can identify with this. Mm -hmm. However, I equated going to church with dressing up. Yeah. And as a girl growing up in the 70s and 80s, like dressing up meant wearing a dress. There was no other way for a young girl to dress up besides putting on a dress. Yeah. Now I think it's different. It's not different in Mormon church
0: still. When you dress up— it's a dress. For the women, it's a dress or yeah. a skirt or a skirt and blouse, but there's no pantsuits.
1: But even, you like, made fun of if as you an adult female, you could go to, a like, let's say it's a fancy cocktail party, and you could wear pants. Maybe they're flowy and rayon or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's still a way to wear pants and be dressed up as a woman, but not in the Mormon church.
0: You're exactly right. I have seen people in church wearing less dressy dresses than a woman in a pantsuit. Does that make sense? Like a denim dress to me. Oh, I see what is, you're saying. Is casual, even though I hated wearing those as mm-hmm. well. That's less dressy than like a nice. Would you say rayon? Crayon, yeah, mixed rayon, fabrics. Mixed fabrics <laughs> uh, pantsuit. But the mixed fabric pants suit would be looked down upon in Mormon culture because it's not a dress. Yeah. And
1: it's stupid. You know, I think I'm doing my online searches way wrong because I was on Banana Republic the other day and looking for mixed fabric pantsuit and just <laughs> didn't find anything. Is it not a thing? I guess it's not a thing.
0: <laughs> Wait, raise your hand if
1: you own a mixed fabric pantsuit. Do you know? Can you recognize it if it's hanging in your closet? It's like cotton-poly blend. Is that mixed fabric? Oh no. Of course, you know that what would I want. Be a mixed
0: fabric flannel pantsuit. <laughs> Boom, bitches, lesbian all the way. No, no, no terry cloth.
1: What, what is that? Is that like potato sack? No, terry cloth. That would be very lesbian. What's terry cloth? I mean, I've heard of it, but what is it? You know, Give you me- make like sweatbands and stuff out of it. Terry cloth was big in the 70s. You don't know. Well, that. I was not big in
0: the 70s. <laughs> I was little.
1: I was at most age six. So we're going to bring that back and we're going to make a pantsuit out of terry cloth. <laughs> and then we're going to go to Sacramento. Or meeting. jersey material. Okay. I think we're
0: onto something, but, but <laughs> not we're really. not. Okay. What we're not on right now is this letter, so mm, I'm going to get back to it. it. When I turned eight, I made the choice, in quotations, to be baptized. I don't really recall there being much of a choice about it. It was more like, guess what? You're getting baptized on such and such a date, okay? Well, well what was I going to do? Say no? At least I got to be baptized with my best friend, and we got to go to Dairy Queen afterwards, so it was okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm remembering my baptism— can't remember if I wore a baptismal dress or a pantsuit, but my fleeting memory here makes me think that I wanted to wear the pantsuit to be baptized in, but I wasn't allowed. But I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. Did but, you
1: have pantsuits? Yeah, it's what the boys would wear. but you Not pantsuits, You are like jumpsuits.
0: One. No, 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 you borrow them from the church. Oh, you borrow a jumpsuit.
1: You borrow the thing to be baptized in. Yeah. Or you get your own, and there's girl, you wear a white there's dress. girl versions and boy versions. I don't remember. I don't remember what I wore. Was it a robe situation? No, it's
0: it's like a like a jumper, like a one piece jumper. Okay, <laughs> um, or a dress. I don't know. Whatever. Huh. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Moving right, on. Sorry, interesting. Nata, we are getting way sidetracked. That's what happens when we take a break for a month, and then suddenly we get to talk we about don't remember this shit how to again. Do this. Well, there's that. We just have so much to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. When I turned twelve, I was not excited about going to Young Women's. I wanted to get the priesthood. I wanted to pass a sacrament like my older brother. I didn't care about learning about homemaking or sewing or other stupid crap like that. I wanted to go on the fifty miler and go camping and play basketball. Wait, what's the fifty miler? Uh, it must be a scouting thing. Mm. I didn't understand why the girls had to do stupid stuff like learn how to do our hair and the boys got to do the fun <laughs> stuff. It just didn't make any sense. It didn't help that I had felt like I was a boy from the time I was about six. So being in young women and being forced to conform to female gender roles was very hard for me. Mm, I bet. I feel like she's writing my story.
1: Yeah. No, I could totally relate to this. Yeah. I mean, I was not raised Mormon, but this is how I would have felt if I was forced to sew a bonnet or what whatever the fuck. What would that have been like for you, Mary? Who can even know? Because I you'd be as fucked up as me. I was wearing pantsuits of mixed fabrics. (laughs) I mean, I didn't have a blazer, which I think is part of the pantsuit. Does that word even exist in two thousand? I don't know. But you want to? Can I tell you a really sad story about a favorite outfit, real quick? Sure. (laughs) Well, it was made of rayon or polyester. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was Snoopy and Woodstock
0: on the shirt.
1: It was orange. It had like. Swirly orange sleeves. Yep. Do you remember the Danskin Company? Yes, actually. They make a lot of leotards and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Back in the day, they made like street clothes, like regular outfits. Okay. And they were all like flammable and they would melt on your body, which would be fantastic if you were in a fire. But. Anyway, I had these bright orange pants, oh baby, and the Snoopy and Woodstock shirt. It, it kind of reminded me of a baseball shirt in its design. Although it was full sleeves,
0: I'm going to love you through this story. Okay,
1: <laughs> go. Snoopy and Woodstock were against a white background. The sleeves were orange, kind of swirly pattern. Uh huh. And I loved this outfit so much. Well, I was kind of a slob as a kid, and my laundry was always in a ball somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to wear it. But it was wrinkly. Mm-hmm. And it was polyester. It was supposed to not wrinkle. But when you're storing it under your bed in a ball, in a ball yeah. it's going to wrinkle. So I decided to iron it. Oh. Well, no. sure as shit, a melted Snoopy and Woodstock. Oh, they became <laughs> so, one? <laughs> I think so. Which was always probably the design. But I uh, ruined my favorite outfit. And that is why we never iron. <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Downy Wrinkle Releaser. Mm-hmm. That is my advice for something like that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that when I was a kid. Now you need to say, thanks for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> there you go. That's I my it. little um, pantsuit sort of good, uh, story. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well... We digress. Take what you
0: want from that and move on. (laughs) My first year at girls camp, I actually had a lot of fun. I mean, let's face it. You don't know what lesbian is, but you do know that girls are pretty dang cute. (laughs) And you know that they give you fluttery feelings inside. So suddenly you're surrounded by about 200 girls for an entire week. They're all very huggy and touchy and no one thinks anything of it if you lay your head on each other's shoulders or hold hands or see each other undress. Oh, my goodness. It's like a baby gay's dream. (laughs) 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 Nope, I did not mind girls' camp one single bit. That's funny. That is awesome. I had boyfriends all throughout high school, but really had no problem keeping the law of chastity until I met the man I ended up marrying. I met him when I was 17 and he was 21, and we worked together. He joined the church to be with me because I could not settle for less than a temple marriage, you know and Mm -hmm. constantly pressured me to have sex. Finally, I gave in. We ended up telling the bishop and got disfellowshipped. We had to get married in a civil ceremony. Oh, the horrors. Much to the dismay of my family. Hmm. I was a huge disappointment to them at that point. I was 19 and wasn't exactly thrilled about the prospect of marriage, but I'd given him my virtue and felt I had no other choice. After all, I was chewed gum, a licked cupcake. No one else would ever want me. Yeah, I wonder how many young Mormon girls— end up having sex with a boyfriend and then feel like we have to get married because I am now used.
1: And I guess that begs the question, did you think you were going to get married when you went into that decision or you just like caught up in the moment? I mean, I don't think a lot of teens really think about their hormones are raging.
0: Teens don't really plan anything. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it's just really sad that all this pressure is put on a woman's virtue. Yes, absolutely. Like that's as horrible. if that's a commodity. Right. It's what it feels like. And the
0: fact that once that virtue is gone, your choices are now so limited.
1: Well, and that also in says your mind. in your mind, the only thing you really have to offer is, is sex. Your, yeah, is sex yeah. and uh, this virginity that you're going to lose like one time anyway. Yeah, and what about when men cares? lose their
0: virginity? Why oh, is no that? No one cares. Yeah, no one gives a shit. No. Weird. Okay. We had our daughter when I was 21 and our son when I was 23. Life went on and I had several callings, the majority of them in primary. My ex-husband was always more of a nuanced Mormon. He took what he wanted to believe and left the rest. Our sex life was not great. I struggled with severe depression and honestly, life just pretty much sucked. In Mm. order to improve our sex life, he suggested watching porn together. I remember he rented a video with two pirate women together. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Arr, Arr. <laughs> That's awesome. Should we go uh, make a pirate movie after this?
0: Who gets to have the hook hand?
1: <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Kidding. Not you. Uh, back to the letter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much about
0: the video except that watching it and seeing two women together gave me feelings that I did not know I could have. After that, the only way I could get off was to watch videos of women together. Wow. Fast forward to 2004. By this point, I was 29. I was in therapy and told my therapist that I thought I was transgender. Then I told her I thought I was a lesbian. She was not surprised by either admission. I talked to my ex-husband and brought up the lesbian thing. I left out the trans thing. When I suggested to him that I thought I was a lesbian, he replied, I know. Oh, That was it. I said, then why didn't you tell me? (laughs) Well, his solution was simple. He suggested that I find a woman and have a relationship with her. As I said, he was rather open-minded. His thinking behind this was simple. If I slept with her and found out that I was definitely a lesbian, then we could part ways amicably and all would be well. However, if I slept with her and determined it wasn't for me, then we wouldn't have broken up our family and put our kids through a divorce for no reason. No harm, no foul. Wow. It made sense to me, so he set out to find me someone to experiment with. He actually helped me with dating profiles and gave me tips for oral sex. Oh my gosh. Not weird at all. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, but I I'm glad he was so open-minded about the whole thing. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I joined a group online called Mormon Lesbians. It was a support group. I met a woman who was also an active Mormon and married. We did not meet with the attention of anything happening. It was just to be friends and have someone well, to talk to.
1: I'm confused about this group. Mormon Lesbians. This means active Mormons, mm-hmm. not ex-Mormons, active Mormons mm-hmm. who identify as lesbian. Does this mean that Sex is something that's part of this, or is that off the table? I
0: don't belong to the
1: group. A. (laughs) Well, you're not a Mormon. Also true. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know. I'm curious. Join the group, baby. I can't join the group. Why? I'm not Mormon. How about because you're with me? You're not a Mormon. You're an ex-Mormon. No, I know you wouldn't join the group because you're with (laughs) me. You're not looking to hook up. But see, that's my whole point. How is this a hookup group? Well, maybe when it wasn't acting out on homosexual desires. Maybe we're is assuming evil. the group.
0: Why don't I keep reading? Okay. And we'll find out. Okay. Okay. Again, they did not meet with the intention of anything happening. It was see? just to be friends, have someone to talk to. However, within two weeks of meeting in person for the first time, she kissed me, and I finally felt it—the fireworks, stomach exploding, body pulling, wanting more. Can't wait to see you again. Feeling that all my friends talked about. I had never felt that in my life. I think it took about two more weeks for us to have sex. Eventually, she told her husband, and he told their bishop. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I told my bishop so that he wouldn't be told by their bishop. Wow. Yeah. My ex-husband went to my disciplinary council with me and tried to make the bishop understand what being a gay member of the church would be like. I was excommunicated. She was disfellowshipped. Again, Bishop Rick Roulette. Wow. So same crime. Crime in quotations, obviously, because it's not a fucking crime to be gay. Um, but one gets excommunicated, one gets basically sent to hell, and the other gets embarrassed and shamed with the hopes of coming back sooner than if you were excommunicated.
1: Ugh. Each one, do they take your temple recommend or just oh, in the excommunication? No, they, they both. Yeah. They both have their take. Oh, for sure. So this is irritating to me. Disfellowship still means your temple recommend is taken away, which still means you can't go to heaven. That's your getting to heaven card. That's true. But disfellowship typically is um, oh, they'll still take your money. Oh, yeah. Dis Disfellowship is a less amount
0: of time. I'm doing time I'm doing in the time. Mormon. <laughs> and you don't have to get rebaptized. You don't have to re-anything.
1: This is the stupidest thing. Y- you think? You know, and this brings me back to that Mormon lesbian group. Clearly, if you act on your impulses in a gay group like that, you're going to get kicked out. Like, of course some hooking up is going to go of on. Because you're, you're sharing
0: emotion. You're connecting with people. Yeah. You're connecting
1: with people. That you've never been able to connect with before because it wasn't allowed. I remember being in my early 20s and trying to not be gay. And I was it in didn't a Bible. work. St- no, it sure didn't. And I was in a Bible study, and that's where I met my girlfriend. Boom. You can't. Don't you just love religion sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was the one that I eventually lost to, to Jesus. To Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he's a good catch. And he has the best wine. I stand behind that. (laughs) You would have um, done the same
0: thing. Had Jesus approached you first, you would have been the one to break it off.
1: Sure, I'd be like, "Um, can I do a wine tasting? And then I'll make a decision. (laughs) So, Shelly, this sounds like a good time for a break. I agree. We'll be right back. We are supported by BetterHelp.com. We have mental health professionals periodically on our show, and we wanted to find an affordable online therapy option for our listeners. I think BetterHelp is it. Yep, they will assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can always change counselors if you want. You can send messages to your counselor and receive timely responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's more affordable than just normal counseling, and financial aid is available. And through this exclusive offer, LDLers get 10% off their first month. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LDL. That's BetterHelp,
0: H-E-L-P.com slash LDL for 10% off your first month. Start living a happier life today. And we're back. All right, back to Anetta. We cut contact for six months. In that time, I divorced my ex-husband. He resigned his membership, but met someone new and got remarried. I moved with my kids, started working, and basically figured out how to do life on my own. I was pretty happy. Then I ran into her again. Hmm. She told me that she couldn't be with someone who was not a member of the church. I really cared about her, so I went through the steps and got rebaptized. Oh, my gosh. It took a little over a year. My parents were ecstatic. They thought I was cured. Nope, I just wanted to be with her.
1: Wow, then so 18- again, that's a crazy combination right there. It is, that you're joining a church, you can be with this woman. But the church doesn't you, want you the, to be with the woman. You're joining a church <laughs> that doesn't allow you to be with this woman uh-huh. in order
0: to be with this woman, because that's this woman's requirement.
1: Uh huh. But, I mean, if <sighs> she goes to church with her, then she'd have that same bishop. I mean, I guess they can hang out. Sure. And not take sacrament together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Or take all of it. Remember how I want to go to a sacrament meeting and just get a big handful? Of the bread that all the teenage boys have touched. Oh, God. Never mind. (laughs) Under the table.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then 18 months after that, I went through the temple again. I was with her for almost nine years. Wow. It was a non-sexual relationship. Oh, Ouch! I was one of those people that the troll in episode 40 mentioned that was so happy being gay and celibate in the church. I put on that happy face and told people how blessed I was at church for keeping the commandments. And at home, I was dying inside. In my journals, you could see the pain was immense. I wanted to die almost every day. And on my church record, there was an asterisk next to my name. I was a marked woman. So I could work with primary youth, junior primary only, but not with the older primary kids or the young women because I might be attracted to them or corrupt them due to my gayness and the fact that I had been exed for a same-sex relationship. That fact disgusts me to this day. The fact that I was considered a pedophile because I had a consensual relationship with a woman who was older than me just really pisses me the fuck off. I have never found children or young women attractive except when I was one of them. And the fact that old men think I did is really quite disgusting.
1: Yeah, I was going to say this reminds me of when a known pedophile is in your neighborhood. There are records of that, and you can look that up, and that's on their record, Mm -hmm. but Here's a person who has done nothing wrong. In fact, her relationship sounds like they're not even sexual. Yeah. Well, it's the woman that she had had sex with years ago. Yeah, but they're together
0: nine years and they're not active. Oh, but that stays on your record. You were an evil gay. That's insane. Which is a pedophile in church eyes. Maybe not so much now, but sure shit was then.
1: And there are some people in the church that still think that. So this woman is like, I can't be with you unless you're a member of the church. So she has to go back through all that whole shit. And then they're not even intimate, so they're roommates, I guess? I mean, I don't know. That's and
0: uh. Again, we go back to Bishop Rick Roulette. Can you be Mormon, lesbian, live with your girlfriend, and hold hands, and kiss, back I mean, rubs, is,
1: or is it nothing at all? Can you not—like, eat like, what is it? Well, I don't know in this case if it was up to the bishop, or was it just the guilt and shame that her partner felt?
0: Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But But if you have to go into your bishop and confess, then, like, they have to somehow decide when this lesbian—
1: Friend couple has crossed a line to be punished. It's God. so awful. And once again, it sounds like to be a Mormon, you cannot be yourself. Exactly. That's the bottom line here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm getting a little amped. Let's see what happens yeah. next. In the
0: time that I was active, I had to deal with worthiness interviews on a monthly basis. A monthly. You know, it's basis? funny. Yeah, because she's living with a girl, and they know she's a lesbian. What's so they're the like typical Let's get
1: worthiness interview every two frame. years, unless there's a problem. Jesus.
0: So they're making sure she doesn't cross over into the active lesbian Oh, world. my God. Very detailed questions about if I masturbated, if I fantasized about women. Wow. If I thought inappropriately about women in the ward, if I had thought about kissing anyone, if I touched anyone inappropriately. I mean, give me a fucking break. Oh I God. felt guilty if I had a dream about a woman because of these freaking interviews.
1: Wow. Uh. Get the fuck out of this church. Yeah, that's
0: horrible. This
1: church sucks. Everybody. I Run used to have. Away. Yep.
0: I used to have dreams um, when I was Mormon, and in the dreams, I would have an orgasm. I mean, that according
1: happens. to the Little Factory rules, that's okay.
0: Exactly. I guess, but in my dream, I'm dreaming of things that would, of course, bring me to that point, point. and so I would usually wake up. As I'm orgasming and I would try to stop it, I would feel so guilty, like, no, 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 no. And then, of course, you know, it would just be like a short little orgasm, whatever. And then I would feel horrible. And I'd have to tell myself, it's okay. I mean, I couldn't control this. This was my dream. But I just, but I thought that's
1: okay according to the little factory rules. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thus us say it's little factory rules. Yeah, Thanks, Boyd K. Pecker. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny.
0: The whole thing's disturbing.
1: Well, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Thank you.
0: Now we get to have guilt-free orgasms.
1: Okay. And you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should be able to have them. <laughs> Absolutely. And you get a guilt-free orgasm. <laughs> and, and you get, you get, one. get a- <laughs> Just look under your seat. <laughs> so to speak.
0: Oh, God. Okay. 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 Sorry, Netta. We're getting back to your stuff now. <laughs> Finally, in September of 2014, the woman and I broke up. I couldn't do it anymore.
1: I still tried to stay active. Do what? That's the question.
0: Being in this relationship with her meant that she would have to go talk to the bishop all the time. Like that's horrible. That's That would would take up your
1: entire life. It's torture. It's like having a banquet full of your favorite foods, and you're never allowed to eat any of them. Mm
0: -hmm. And if you even think about eating some, you have to go tell your bishop. Yeah.
1: If you dream about the flavor of lobster. With a little lemon and drawn butter. I was thinking more along the lines of like... Crab legs? Tiramisu. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can tell what <laughs> our guilty pleasures are. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mine's seafood, yours is sweets. Desserts.
0: Okay. okay. All right. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, moving on. Anetta says, I still tried to stay active in the church for a little while, but eventually I couldn't do that either. Then I started finding out the truth about the church's history, and my shelf collapsed. Yeah, that's what it needs to do. The Rock in the Hat, the Book of Abraham, the inability to find any documental evidence of the Book of Mormon. I mean, it just didn't add up. And when the policy of exclusion happened, I just lost my shit. I couldn't take it anymore. I sent a letter to Salt Lake and told them to remove my name. I was done. Good for you. Hell yeah, you were done. That's right. In April of 2016, I married my wife. It was a beautiful day, and the week we spent in Seattle on our honeymoon was beautiful. Nice. Amazing weather, more love than I had ever felt from another person in my life, and I finally felt complete and whole. Aww. That part of me that had been missing, she filled it. I now understand how it feels to truly love someone completely with all of yourself, body, mind, heart, and soul. It's an amazing feeling, and the fact that the Mormon Church expects gay people to never experience that is just Fucked up For sure Yeah Yeah My daughter is still in And I had to sit outside the temple with my wife When she was married last May Wow But at least I'm happily married And I'm living my life authentically now My family accepts my wife and I And life is good My son left the church when he was twelve. Hell yeah, son! So he's never really been in. I have a nephew who has come out as trans since everything happened with me, and I have paved the way. My family was able to handle his situation so much better than they would have before, and for that I'm grateful. Thank you for your podcast. You guys are doing a great thing. Keep it up.
1: Aw, thank you so much for writing in. And you know, when when she said this thing about at her daughter's wedding, uh, she and her wife had to be outside. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what sort of message it would send the world? If the Mormon church allowed anyone who is invited to go into a temple for a wedding. Yeah. Can you imagine how inclusive that would look?
0: And <laughs> Mormons how amazing. aren't
1: inclusive. I know. Stop. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks their secret club that, you know, you've got to be special enough to join. Special and
0: worthy and say the right yeah. secret shit. It's
1: so stupid. Mm-hmm. So stupid.
0: Anyway. I'm so glad none of my kids are Mormon. Oh, my God. 99.9% chance they never will be. That means we have to go to seven weddings. You know that, right? Yeah, but there'll be, like, open bars and, like, That's dancing true. and shit. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> maybe only, like, two will get married. I don't care. <laughs> Do you <laughs> Do what pay you want. for all of them? <laughs> no, I'm going to encourage my kids to have, like, outdoorsy natural weddings. <laughs> okay. You eat berries off the trees. Sure, sap. Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> give it six months. It'll maybe ferment into wine <laughs> or meat or
0: something. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll contribute some alcohol. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that is the letter. And that was fantastic. It actually feels good to be back in letter reading mode. Yeah. For sure it does. And Anetta gave us a lot of fun stuff to to think about and to talk about and And some heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. yeah. It sounds Ugh. to me like she has gone through the ringer, but has come out happy and fulfilled and loved. It's a
1: beautiful ending to a, a shit story, really. Yeah, and able to say, Fuck you, Mormon Church, yes. which is what I'm saying right now. Good for you. Yeah. Fuck Please you. Join Mormon me. Church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Find your own happiness, people. It's out there. Everyone deserves it. You will likely not get it within Mormonism. I'm just saying. Seems unlikely. Yeah,
1: and you know the thing she was saying about when she was twelve, wanting the priesthood as a mm-hmm. as a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could totally relate to that. Same I could, as I heartbreaking. Could put myself that you couldn't in that position. So many adult women we meet now are like, I don't even want the priesthood. Like that's their just knee jerk reaction to yeah. it because they've been brainwashed yep. into thinking it's not for them. Mm-hmm.
0: They've you know, been brainwashed into supporting the patriarchy that just strives to keep them down.
1: Right. It's like. um Stockholm Syndrome. It is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plus, we were just watching a thing about toxic masculinity and femininity, Mm -hmm. and that feeds into it. Yep. That feeds into that thing where we have such distinct gender roles, Mm -hmm. which I think is really stupid. Right. Right. I really think that's dumb. And I guess I don't just subscribe to that as much because my father died when I was young, when I was 12. And we can go into all that in a different podcast. And mm-hmm. I didn't have any brothers. Right. And so I only had examples of strong females around me. Yeah. And so I never thought about things that weren't for me. Right. It just didn't occur to me. You just It's whatever you want. You want to yeah. go, go
0: climb trees and skin your knees. And
1: and I did do that stuff. Yeah.
0: If you want to wear a rayon Snoopy Charlie Brown Pant Orange pantsuit, pant mm-hmm. get it, girl. Yeah, and I, I did that
1: too. I loved, I loved that. If you want to iron it into R.I.P. pantsuit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I tell something about Cassidy real quick? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Brent, my ex. Those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, and if you are, um, start at the beginning. Yeah. So Shelley's a
1: stickler for that.
0: I am. So Brent was going to go hunting with his dad and brother, and then I was driving Cassidy somewhere. She's a six-year-old, and she's like, "Where's dad again?" I go, "Oh, he went hunting." And she says, oh, what is he hunting for? I go, oh, for deer. And then she says, oh, R.I.P., deer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's six. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you have a six-year-old in the house. Raised by
1: teenagers. Raised by a (laughs) 20-year-old
0: brother, 17-year-old brother. Not raised by them, but like she doesn't see that she's that much younger than them. Like She'll sit down and have a full-on conversation with these older teenage boys Mm -hmm. and their friends on the computer. That's funny. I think it also gives her a lot of confidence that these big kids— give her the time of day. Oh, for sure.
1: For sure it does.
0: I remember when I was a kid, my brothers didn't want to let me play with them, and that always hurt my feelings. Yeah.
1: All the time. Well, and they reminded you of why. Yeah, because I was a girl. Yep. Anyway, I remember
0: there were some Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, or whatever. You're supposed to be twelve and older, and I'd want to play them with my brothers. Are like, you can't. One, you're a girl, and two, you're only 11 and a half. Like, they were just mean. Yeah, and I don't think they, they wanted thought to put they were... you on your place. Sure, what they and to do. they would kind of gang up. And when I'm talking about the two, I'm talking about the next two older than me because they kind think of bonded Cassidy together.
1: Has ever gone through that? No one's ever told her she's either too young or she's too much of a girl. Nope. Like she doesn't nope. have any limitations. That's what I say is so awesome about it her. Is awesome. She's going to like run the World, one of these days is because
0: she, Cassidy for
1: president. Cassidy for president.
0: She has never been told that she's less than. Yeah, from her parents and especially from her siblings. Yeah. And I love that about yeah, my kids. That makes me so happy. Right, I felt good as a mother that I have, and Brent also has somehow made this family environment where they are very supportive of one another. They hang out with each other. They like each other. They do things with, with each other. I think it's awesome. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Well, we're back into the letter reading. Mm-hmm. How does that feel, Shelley? I like
0: it because I think it's been so long since we've taken in anyone else's points of view or anyone's stories. I feel like I'm interacting again with our listeners and connecting with them again.
1: Yep. I love it. Uh, this break has been good, but mm-hmm. it also is good to get back into it. I missed Tis. it. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank Anetta for her letter. Mm-hmm. That was awesome and great conversation sparked by that. Thank you. Uh, If you would like to get in touch with us, we hope you do. We mentioned at the beginning. Also, you can just go to our website if that's easier. You can do that too. You can do that too. You can listen to podcasts on our website. You can shop. Perfect. But that uh, URL is latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. It's beautiful. (laughs) Isn't it? It is. All right, let's be done. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, Till next time. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye.